Welcome to the Jay Che Show. Let's begin. We're gonna just keep it keep it rolling. Uh, well, here we are. Here we are. The inaugural podcast. What an honor. Jay Che Podcast. That's the name of the podcast. It's original. <laughs> Not to be confused with Jay Cho. That's right. That guy's a and jerk. I'm gonna have to. I hate Jay Cho. I have to figure out how to how to explain to people about that word thing, unless I get a permanent name change. And change that. I remember when you corrected me when you were officially, you're like, oh, and by the way, <laughs> it's JJ. That's right. <laughs> and it rhymes. It's infuriating. What is an infuriating name to have, right? It's, it's, I mean, yeah, welcome to America. Uh, well, anyway, so um, I brought you guys on because uh, number one, you guys are great. I love you guys. Number one. Number two. <laughs> what else about us? And then Thanks, number Jay. two, I secretly. You're great. I, I, I brought you guys here because. Um, for selfish reasons, oh. because I'm not technically yeah, savvy. You're, if you're going to have a crash and burn, it's going to be with us. Because <laughs> I know anything audio or video related that you guys can Well, point in case, it. we couldn't hear ourselves, and I figured it out. And it was a difficult one because the volume was turned down. That, <laughs> is that what it that's was? That's all it was. I'm an idiot. It's like uh, you ask the tech guy when you work at a company, the printer's not working. Is it plugged in? Mm-hmm. Damn it! <laughs> hey, hey. So let, let's uh, let's get to it. Let's uh, uh, introduce. Are there any ground rules, by the way? No. What are the ground rules? There's safe, no ground rules. Is there a safe word? You can, safe word? <laughs> you, can you can curse. Okay. On my podcast, nothing is forbidden. Oh. On this show, you can talk about anything you like want, <laughs> right? Anything Dangerous. from religion to politics. Even though people try to steer away from those topics, you can talk about it. All right. I do not mind. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's uh, introduce uh, the guests today. I have Jamie Clemens and Natalia Clemens of Loud Life Productions. Uh, Jamie, Natalia, thank you for coming. Um, thank you. Thanks for having us. Hey, so, uh, so tell me about what you guys do, what you guys are great at. Oh, man. So many things. <laughs> Where do we begin? <laughs> Where do we begin? Well, how about this? How, how about I say mm-hmm. that um, out of everyone that I've met, in town you guys manage to create the best imagery digitally wow. online how about that it's thank you really Jay. i'll take town. that like, <laughs> it's a really small yeah, no if if, if i if i say if i if Thanks, someone Jay. asked me about my videos and what i've done for karate beyond uh, so far as social media is concerned and videos and uh, videography what have you i say natalia jamie at live, loud life. Thanks, man. I do. Thank That's you. Because you guys are just fantastic. You ma- you manage to create images that evoke strong emotion, and uh, it's almost like a throwback feel. It's like an analog feel to it, where it's just there's a warmth and a and a sustenance to what you see. Wow online and that that's why i i refer everyone to you guys very cool thank you thank you yeah to answer the question directly uh we are a video production company um if we had to label the type of videos that we uh do and we're always going after it's uh, brand commercials um something that is helping somebody articulate or elevate their brand whether it's personal, personal brand, or whether it's a company, organization, so on and so forth. And in a meeting that we had just the other day, um, you know, self-discovery is ongoing, right? You never just realize, I am fully (laughs) self-discovered, unless you are the Buddha. Um, But like, 
we realized that, man, what we actually really enjoy doing on the video realm are living in industries or in subject matters that are very emo that are highly emotional. Mm. Uh, so that could be in educational, that could be in financial, so like college type videos, admissions, stories, financial, so banks, wealth advisors, because those are all very emotionally tied things for people, um, healthcare industry, um, things that people can very quickly empathize mm. or we can help develop empathy for someone. We just love living in that realm because um, what well, we really enjoy learning about people and, and their stories and then just figuring out how do we tell this in such a way that is to the point, but at the same time brings people into that um, story and, and hopefully connects them and, and right. they, they feel that connection. Right. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, you guys certainly do that and, and do it uh, so well. Um, how long have you guys been in Lakeland? Three years. Three years, like, next month. And that's, like, we we officially started Wild Life Productions in West Palm Beach, where Jamie is born and raised, and I attended college there and Mm. met him. Um, But officially, like, three years ago, started in Lakeland. Yeah, we started Loud Life January of 2016, and then with a seven-month-old. And then we thought, you know, we have a new baby. We have a new business. Let's move to a city where we don't really know anybody. Let's make it harder. Let's, and let's make it harder on ourselves. Is, I mean, is that for real? You, you guys chose Lakeland because you knew no one No, here? we did. We knew, <laughs> we knew Andy McIntyre uh, of Indie Atlantic Films and yes. Concord Coffee. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, everyone's like, wait, bring Andy on the show. <laughs> um, love Andy. Uh, just a phenomenal person, mentor, friend. Natalia met him, Small World, in college. I did. Cool. Freshman lit. Mm. Yeah, he was even, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies even back then. Even so, back then. Yeah. Very cool. And then I grew yeah. up with him uh, in the Methodist church his father was a pastor of, and he and I grew up together, and he was three grades ahead of me or so. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and so he was really encouraging for us to, to move, move to Lakeland here, um, right. with as green as we were and as, mm. like, with such a crazy moment as that was. And um, yeah. Well, you should even back it up to say – you officially had a converse conversation with him in Costa Rica while they were on a missions trip together. And I think much longer before that. Yeah. And I think you were like 17 at the time. I want to own a production company, video production company. You know, should I go to school for it? And Andy was like, don't go to school for film. Go to school for business and minor in motion picture. There you go. Um, Or learn on the job. Learn on the job. So, um, and that's what he did. Right. Mm -hmm. Here we are. Well, I met you guys uh, years ago at Family Fun Center. Yes. It was oh. during the summer, I want to yeah, say. It, it was, was a hot. hard day. We were all tired, looking at our phones, <laughs> letting our kids play. <laughs> and I think I was there with my kids. Yes. Sure, yeah. And, uh, I hope so. I hope you were yeah, there by yeah, yourself. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking maybe I'm with my summer camp or something. That would be really weird uh, if I were there by myself. Now, uh, and... I don't know. We struck up a conversation and we started talking about Bitcoin. Yep. Yes. And you said at the time, it was like, yeah, uh, I think it's at like 8,000 or something like that. And I shook my head yeah. in disbelief because prior to, to meeting you that, at that moment, I researched Bitcoin like maybe a year before that when it was sitting at 2000 or no less than that let's talk about four hundred dollars oh man and it shot up that high and 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 because of that because of meeting you guys that day that night i could not sleep (laughs) 
I woke up <laughs> at <laughs> I, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning going, damn it! <laughs> I, I screamed because uh well the missed opportunity sure what, what have you but anyway so that was uh that was the meeting of uh of the clemens That's yeah so the funny. random meeting yeah i remember meeting you and we were still pretty new to lakeland and we were kind of like how do we meet people here <laughs> <laughs> and you were like don't worry your kid you know once your kids start going to school you're gonna That's meet right. other families That's right. mm-hmm. yeah because i remember we were very at that point we were very still very new to town pretty lonely we were kind of in our mm. isolated mm-hmm. building a business which takes a lot of time and capacity and then raising a small child i don't think we were pregnant again just no yet. we weren't because lucas was probably a year and a half at that point because right. we had moved here when he was 15 months yeah well I, when i met you guys like oh this is a fresh young couple right uh that um I mean, you guys seem so, like, innocent. Yeah, and we so really green. are. We super are. We still and, are. And, 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 and I, th- I think uh, I mentioned to my wife, I was like, yeah, I really m- met this really nice couple. Uh, yeah, they're, they're new in town. They came from West Palm Beach. And she's like, West Palm Beach? Why would they come here? Why, why would they come to Lakeland from West Palm Beach? Anyway, um, but, uh, but yeah, and then I guess years later, we, we I don't know. How did we meet again? Well, I think oh, what what, what reconnected us was then was the Bitcoin. Was the Bitcoin? It was crypto. Ah, yeah. that's and right. And so we got wrapped in with Chris and Smart Crypto Coach with Grant and yes, Chris. That's right. And then you just went off the deep end. <laughs> I went off as I went an investor. Crazy. And and we were just texting each other. We had not seen each other since that. It's probably been, it's probably now eight months. In the mm. future, from that point, and mm. now we're just we're texting all the time. Did you see Ripple? Did you see Bitcoin? Did you we see went, Ethereum? We went off the deep end. I yeah. certainly went off the deep end. Yeah. Me and a few friends. Yeah. We we uh, day we, traders. We were day trading. Bitcoin. Did you do well with that? Let's not talk about. Okay. No 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 Flying tiger, dragon. We are in the crypto winter. If you oh, will. it is. Winter it's has come. Really, it's really uh, bad. This is uh, land prey. Is is what's going yeah. On it's right hodl, now. hodl till you die. <laughs> till you die. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, okay. So so loud life is going very well for you guys. It appears that uh, people are are asking you guys to do a lot of their work. I see the demo reel that you guys put up. Yes. With uh, the coolest ones were the sports ones with mm-hmm. um, uh, southeastern. Right and then Fellowship LHS. of Christian, yeah, right. Fellowship of Christian Athletes, ah, yeah, mm-hmm. West Central Florida, right? West Central Florida, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you guys enjoy? I mean, do you guys enjoy doing sports more so than other things, or what is it that you guys particularly like to do? I, you know, I think we love the content matter of sports because it's so easy to film, and there's so mm-hmm. much visual, you know, stimulation, and so many things you can do with athletes. Um, mm-hmm. But we also love a good. A good story, though. We love those. Um, we did an artist spotlight with Bump Galetta. Oh, and that cool. was fun because, I mean, him just talking through a story about his PTSD and how he never intended to become an artist, but mm. because he was trying to deal with his anxiety, mm. had now started this whole living. So I love rich story and narrative as well. Yeah. And like a combo of those two was the artist spotlight we did on Lindsay, oh, yeah. where she's just a, an athlete. Like as it relates to what she does, she does aerial silks and fire hula hooping, and she's just really out there. She's extra, mm-hmm. and so that was like a combo of, <clears throat> you know, 
storytelling and athleticism kind of all in the one visual art visual arts yeah she's an aerialist it's pretty incredible so right but yeah you know um yeah we feel we feel like the work that we've done here in lakeland over the past now three years um has established us as you know a name here which is great but lakeland is is small there's a lot of big bigger cities around us tampa orlando west palm and so we're now um doing the thing that we probably should have spent more time on on the upfront but your capacity is your capacity you can only do what you do and so now we're really trying to hit the marketing hard so right cold calls creating pitches going after the fish that we didn't think we could go after before right um you know because word of mouth and waiting for a phone call is going to get you as far as it will that's right and you do what you can do and you realize here we go and Mm -hmm. so this is kind of a new territory for us where I mean, while it's scary and uncomfortable, it's also helping us continue to ask ourselves culture, DNA, and identity questions that help us refine who we are, what we do, why we do it, who we're going to work well with. And so, yeah, we're we're really kind of just bearing all right now as it relates to setting up meetings with people and just doing the, the big ask. Yeah. Right. And can I also make a shout out to the city of Lakeland? Because I don't think, I, I really don't believe we would be where we're at we'd be doing what we're doing if we had still been in a different city. Mm, absolutely. I just don't think we would have had the... The, the what, access? It's, you know what it was? I, I get, I would, a big shout out to Catapult, the, mm. the incubator that it is, the the ability to have um, a, a co-working space that was incredibly inexpensive. Right. Um, it's a fantastic spot. Yes. It really is. Yeah. The other entrepreneurs that we got to work with. So I I never realized how much we needed this community of people who are in the same uh, life cycle and uh, business cycle. So you have these group of people where you have young children and you're trying to run a business and maybe one spouse is entrepreneurial, the other is not. And you have this kind of like um, support group, if you will, of people. And it, and it motivates you that I'm not in this alone and we're able to, oh, you're going through that too? Like all those right. emotions and feelings. And I attribute our success, a lot of it, to the investment that the city of Lakeland has put into That's our wonderful. business. That's the, wonderful. Uh, I guess 3.0 is coming up yeah, yeah. soon. And that building looks massive. Yeah. yeah, they finished the tilting of the walls on Monday. Wow. Yeah. So, so that does that mean up. that your rent's going to go up? It will. Yeah, yeah it will. <laughs> Um, but for good reason, but you know, so will the the space as well. Yeah, right. you know, I mean, uh, right now it's uh, we're paying a grandfathered rate, so we mm. we're paying fifty bucks a month for the general co working space. Oh, that's it's, it's, it's now at seventy five, but I think it's going to go to one fifteen or one twenty five for the general co working space. Still worth it, but still worth it. I mean, <clears throat> where do you get the Wi Fi, the community, the, the print, podcast, the room. snacks, Ooh. the podcast room, the meeting mm. space? You know, all the things that you get. Um, for 125 bucks a month you can't i mean yeah it's ridiculous so we were in a uh in a semi-private office for a while and that was great and then you know you you look at your finances at a business perspective and you're like all right we spend our money here like that now we're gonna move back to our home space for a while free up those finances to do other things like bring on a bookkeeper or buy some more software platforms that help us you know strategize and leverage our business and so we're just always kind of hopping around hey uh it must be uh you must have found a new level of freedom now that both the kids are in school, right? Yes, yes. And that 
loosened up some time to to have your personal time? I think it also has made me, uh, this is my first time after four years coming back into full-time work, but at the same time, juggling that has been so crazy. And I feel this, like as any mother would, when your kids are being taken care of, you immediately think of every minute and every hour, like, I've got to get something immediately done. And so this is now how I feel every day. It's kind of a little, you know, I, I need to get into a rhythm. I'm not there yet. But. Got it. As well as like, um, yeah, that for sure. And then, you know, childcare for two kids is a second mortgage. Yeah. So um, it turns up the heat on what you're, what you need to bring home. Right. So it's it's great because you're like, all right, well, now that it's creating that space and that time and forcing us to, to double down because we're like, all right, let's be great time managers. It's also like, let's make sure that time equals what it needs to provide. The the level of, of stress and anxiety that comes with being a uh, an entrepreneur uh, and a, uh, well, your own boss. Yeah. It, that pressure is tremendous. Yeah. I've, always, I've yeah. always thought I'm like, if we were to go work for whatever company ever again, I would be the best employee because <laughs> I would just appreciate the hell out of whatever <laughs> sir or madam has done to build his or her business. Goodness. Uh, and if you're going to pay me that much money and benefits right. and provide a space to sit, I could never do that for myself. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to work well for you. You know, like I just thought that. <laughs> I, I, would, I would still hate it. Yeah, I, I would sure. still, I would yeah. still, uh, maybe it is a a cultural thing. Um, from what I understand, Koreans are uh, being your own boss. It's like a this is like a religion, mm. <laughs> and not working for someone or not being beholden to somebody. We like so to we yeah. like to say entrepreneur, like that's the new word. You know that that is that has become in 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 a sense our religion, and the people right, that yeah. we hang out with have the same mentality because they do think and act and work and parent differently that's right that's right just saying yeah yeah no, no, <clears throat> overall values are different time spent is different money spent is certainly different yeah um i yeah. think i think if you i think when you're an entrepreneur and and i mean legitimately an entrepreneur someone that has clients that is making money that are that is paying the bills because of the business that you have right. i think you are more What's the right word? I think you're more centered. Hmm. I think you are more well defined, in, cent like centered. Well, in you're way. you're more in the moment. You are more cognizant of what you're doing every minute. Oh yeah, everything every counts. hour yeah. of every day. Yeah. Because if you're not, well, you're gonna lose it, and you're not gonna make any money. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, so and I, yeah. or if you're not centered and focused on your health and your wellness and your physical well-being. That's right. The time being the, the 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 most important commodity. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, getting away from from loud life, let's let's talk a little bit about what you guys like to do when you're not doing your work. What's what's the the day to day life of Clemens? You know, right now it's it's if it's not working, which we feel like we give the majority of our time to, it's got to be our kids. Yeah. Right. Um, it's got to be the boys. What are we doing with our you know with them? And and it's it it is a hard time because Lucas, who is four. You know, there's a lot more things that we can do with him, but mm -hmm. Rowan, who is, you know, a year and a half, um, you know, that's always kind of that, there is that gap of ability. And so just finding things that we can all do as a family, but then do it well. Like we tried to go to the beach last weekend 
and it was tried. Awful. It, it, we I just, we just, we right. just poorly. Like when you don't have kids, you can say, "Hey, what do we want to go to the beach? Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah. All right, we'll just kind of start getting ready. Yeah, we'll go whatever. when we want to. That's right. All right, we're here at the beach. Okay, cool. You ready to go? All right, let's go. Like that doesn't work with children. No. And it was um, like I think the boys had a blast, which right. is great. Like we were put through the ringer of it all, and so, but it's just one of those things where like life is learning, and that's okay. And so, but a lot to be said. We're big fans of Legoland. They are almost every weekend with our annual pass, <laughs> and we we enjoy it. I mean, we all enjoy Legoland, it. Legoland. We'd love to do a video promotional video for you. By the way, shout Look out to up. Legoland. <laughs> I hope you follow JJ Podcast. <laughs> but then you know, a lot of hikes, a lot of playing in the backyard. We got a trampoline swing set. We'll. You know, when it was cold outside, we put our big, you know, six-person tent outside and make that a play area in our backyard. And right, what else? What else? Well, you I mean, know, when you, you have to cook with the kids, you know, make make cookies with the kids. Oh or, yeah, I love I love interacting with them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what were you going to no, say? No, I, I said um, when you have kids that are so small, that are so young, it is like an expedition. Yeah, you are going on a giant trip, even though that trip is just an hour away to the beach. Yeah, everything from the pack and play or the stroller, yep. the car seats, right. to the the diaper bag, the snacks. to the snacks, to the drinks, to their toys, to I mean, you name it, and it all goes into that beach cart. Right. And of course, you have to bring booze for yourselves. <laughs> this is what we've gotten wrong. <laughs> We're not bringing the booze. We're not bringing the booze. <laughs> oh man, no! I just goodness, I, I I often ask myself, what did we do before we had kids? Mm-hmm. You know, the the way that we can produce now is 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 amazing and the but really truly <clears throat> I can't wait to hear ourselves ten years from now, yeah, like no. listening to ourselves in the season what? because what everything means? is really business, like health, relationship, and then mm-hmm. our children. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and they're it, all tied into it's like a big bowl of spaghetti. And it's all tied in together and if one area isn't um healthy, the other areas will not be healthy as well. So right. we just we're we're highly like just highly invested in this in our children and it's really it, it it's all we think about. The thought of uh leading a life without kids, without what? your significant other, it seems Wow. I'd be lost. Wow, yeah. I mean, life before marriage and children, it it, it felt like a... How old were you when you got married? I was... How old am I right now? <laughs> <laughs> Safe word. I'm, fo- I'm 42 right now, so okay. uh, and it's been uh, 10 years. Okay, okay. wow. Right. For wow. some reason, yeah. I thought you were like a child bride or something. Oh, man. Like, it was arranged like it was a, a, an arranged at marriage. 17. <laughs> How assumptive. This is who you will be married to. <laughs> Accept or die. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I, I think I think back on on single life or a pre marriage life, uh, living in Los Angeles, a big city, and I look back at that. And that's a completely different dimension. Yeah, it was that's a completely a different person. Different, different that's your universe, alternate personality. Right? Yeah, I, I can I can never picture going back mm. to that. Right. And then, yeah. how long after you got married did you have um, your children? First, yeah, your first. Uh, why am I we, totally blanking on his we, name? Davin? Davin, Davin, thank right. you. We, we had uh, Davin a year out. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. <laughs> really soon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and, um, and they're, I mean, I, I couldn't picture life without them. Mm. I couldn't picture life. Your Instagram them. totally makes life like. What? We're going to play tennis. Like, 
It's it's bougie, but not like it's bougie, but not like in a uh, not like in a untouchable way, but just right. like but in like a you know like crazy kids, rich Asian way. You oh know? my <laughs> god! But like the kids, the kids know they're cool, and they're like, Dad, don't take a picture of me, but I'm posing right now. You know, like that's Zoe. That's Zoe. That's, okay, uh, she ha- she managed. I don't know where she gets it. She could be like some sort of like catalog, you know, one of those American Girl yeah. or or Justice yes, store. Yeah kids that mm. you see in the catalog because she knows how to pose in every well, she's shot. beautiful oh well yeah she is beautiful she's my kid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no and and then of course jenny my s- it's mostly jenny that's right yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i mean um th- and and my son uh he can th- they could be they're two peas in a pod but yet they're completely different mm. yeah my son is as boy as you can possibly get it with Nerf guns and Fortnite yeah. and wanting to do karate all the time whereas yeah. my daughter yeah yeah. She just wants to do art and sing I and like and be a girl and paint her nails and so on. Yeah. But you guys have the two boys, Rowan, Lucas. Yeah. Lucas. Lucas is in I can tell class. you. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk. I can I tell just, you. I kind of want a session to know, like. How I really feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah is he, he, he going to really be okay? <laughs> I, I remember uh, the first class <laughs> with Lucas and yes. I thought. Oh, dear, here we shit. go. <laughs> I'm what like, oh my god, here we go. But it was like a class of two. It was Lucas and Piper at probably. That's right. Probably. That's right. Lucas yes. and Piper. And and but now, I mean, fast forward to six months. He's doing so much better. He's fantastic. And last week was a hard week for him, but he had a long day at school. Difficult. You know, I think also like we it's we have school. We come home for dinner and then we quickly go to to um class. And I think just some days, I think he's just like done. He's Not just having tired. It. Yeah, that's right. And I can appreciate that because sure. I have those days too. Sure. I mean, we have to give them a lot of credit. I mean, they are what? How Lucas is four years old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we can't ask ask them to function like a fourteen year old. Exactly. One of the things I love watching him in this class because I don't get to be in his day to day at school. So um, when he was home with me, I got to see his uh, development a little bit closer. Mm. The thing that I love about this kid is he is fearless. Mm-hmm. He's okay. Who wants to break this board? With their head. He'd be oh like, Oh, my me. God. <laughs> no, he's got first a giant up, personality. Giant personality, but he's just like, first up, I'm not afraid to do this. And I was actually recently called overconfident. And at first I was like, Who called you overconfident? I'm, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but somebody said that to me, and I was like, Oh, a good what? Friend, a good, a good friend. friend. A good friend. Like, oh, what a thing. You know, what's wrong with me? And then I was like, wait a minute. Like, if we weren't overconfident people, we would have never started Loud Life. Like, a lot of what we do has been built on optimism and coffee. So, like, we could do and that. And ignorance, yeah. And ignorance. So, ignorance when I think about my kid, I'm mm-hmm. like, I see this trait that I have in myself, which can be a weakness at points, you know, like, uh, but at the same time, like, I love that confidence. I love it. Yeah, Lucas <clears throat> lives for having fun. Like, what, like, so, like, when he waits in line, yes. you know, to do his next drill, you know, uh, how can he get in someone's face and talk to them? Or can he spin around enough times to make himself dizzy? Like, and it's just, I don't know where his mind goes. I mean, I can, when I watch him sometimes, I remember thinking, because I, th- I feel like my earliest memories that I can remember are about when I was four, about when his age. I don't think I can remember any earlier than that. And I'm just like, I remember doing things like that. And then I thought I would think about what was going on in my head and absolutely nothing. It's just <laughs> what makes sense to me right now. And I'm just like, man, and he just lives for fun lives for it right. can't understand why you wouldn't have it and right. um rowan could be rowan could be my kid probably okay yeah. he just comes 
I see him. Yeah. We lock eyes. <laughs> he comes straight to me. It's I'm that, like, oh, the dark buddy. hair, the yeah. features. <laughs> Honestly, like he could be a Korean He's such baby. A, I such see a him. cute <laughs> he could. kid he with could, the cheeks. Yeah. Oh, um, as Lucas loves food, uh, sorry, as Lucas loves fun, Rowan loves food. Yes, he is a food connoisseur. <laughs> connoisseur. And if he doesn't like it, he's like tossing it. That's his love <laughs> language is some really good food. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Well, uh, uh, tell me, now that uh, you're comfortable here in Lakeland, I mean, yeah. you guys would continue to stay. You yeah. stay here indefinitely until until a big city calls for Loud Life to come out and, and do a bunch of work. Indefinitely is a big word. We've never really. You can't say indefinitely to no. a millennial because no. that it just makes feels. Them it just makes me feel just like. Don't put what me in is the box. what is Don't. a millennial? I keep hearing this oh, term being know. tossed around. What is a millennial? I think it's just. It was like born after. There's the what was the what's the term for the millennial that still didn't have technology in high school? That's us. No, I had like a Nokia cell phone well, in high school. There's a term mm, for snake. There's a term for that <laughs> the season of millennials that did not have technology when they were in high school, like the you know, like a cell phone. So there's I think they're a little different. But the millennial today, I don't know, their whole life they, they understand technology. It has changed the way that they think and process and make decisions. Yeah, I guess I it's like, like I guess it's like the first the first generation of young people who grew up like pushing technology for using it like more leisurely rather than would it be the advent of let's say an iphone where you yeah. have a touchscreen and you have apps yeah would that be considered and i think that's why they break i think that's why they split millennial into two categories because i was in like my latter years of college when iphone came out yes and then the, you, there are still some millennials quote unquote that were in high school when iphone came out and i mm. think that's where they're like the divide if you will like it's a big yeah. deal it's right. a, it is it is a big divide it changes it did change how you look at life how you i mean i life. remember yeah. being in high school and not having a cell phone right yeah. but yeah. but knowing that there's yeah <laughs> there was the guys the that had the beepers Right, and I the thought they phone. were so cool. Like, hey, you got a beeper. You got a patient Why waiting you for you. Got a patient wait. There's a heart attack. I'm, <laughs> I'm level three. I got to go to the. No, but but then but then all of a sudden, everyone had a cell phone, and all of a sudden, yeah. a, 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 apps were a thing, and I think that's I guess that changed everything, right? And it's continuing to. I'm thinking about offloading Facebook. I'm thinking about not using Facebook, like having a I love personal it when Facebook people say these account. things. Oh, yeah? It's yeah. Such a, it's yeah. a millennial term. I'm it's, such a break. A, it's such a like life. It's almost like saying, I've decided I'm not going to be a Christian anymore. Like, I'm going to offload Facebook. Dun, dun, dun. Well, no, I, I, I think <laughs> I would deal. like in lieu of Facebook, I will continue to do Instagram and tie it to my Facebook, yeah. but not be active on Facebook so far as uh, my personal stuff. Yeah. Let me still do the business stuff. So why? I think I my obsessive behavior. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Obsessive, as in, what is everyone else doing? Or I have no. nothing better to do, so I'm just no, gonna it's, exercise it's, my. It's thumb almost by like a, it's it's, it's a, like a chronic, chronic yeah. thing where I just it, it, I default to I turn on my phone and I click on the Facebook icon right on on the app button, and I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, check my mail check my Facebook check my Insta. That's right. It's true. Right. It's totally. Tr- that's why I find it so funny because it has become such a. It's a it's a big deal, mm. you know, something mm. that was just supposed to be and it's an application that you put your information on. Now it is like I need to go to counseling for this because. Right. I mean, what is it? What, what is that uh, when, when you get the feel good 
uh, oh, the dopamine. The, dopamine. the dopamine hit yeah. when when you see that you've got likes or hearts. And you get a lot of likes post. and hearts. I, I do get a lot of likes and hearts, but <laughs> but but I I don't want that to uh, def- define my experience with technology right. is because I'm getting likes. I want I want the definition of of having technology is it's a tool to interact, mm. not a tool to get get a high right. from getting likes. I we, think that's terrible. We understand social media um, in the place to benefit our client. For us personally, we are awful at it. We just do not know how to be cool. We do not know the game. We could read don't all the blogs. Don't know how to be cool? We just don't. I mean, <laughs> we just don't know. <laughs> Honestly, the way that we perceive ourselves, we're like, we would be like, you ever see those those um, <laughs> pictures where it's like what you want it to look like, what it actually looks like when people right. try to recreate like, yes. something. Yes. We are like the what it actually looks like people. Like I, we are the ones who it's like. I no. think you, I think you guys are good by not <laughs> not fixating on that. We don't. I think I think uh, I think people see sincerity, and well, that good. that bleeds through. So uh, so you don't have to try. I mean, if you if you try, it, it yeah kind of defeats the purpose. I think. Well, Honestly, we got a lot there's of a whole market that well. they and they do like mm-hmm. I, I look at people who do it well and they're really like doing well in it. So there is a system. There's a game. And, and I feel like I need to take from Instagram. <clears throat> I need to take a break from social just because my brain starts asking, well, why aren't you doing that? Well, why mm. can't you like mm. how can they afford it? And you can't or like and who knows? It might be complete utter chaos surrounding it, or that might be the one nice moment, and everything else is terrible. But that's what they right. post, and like it messes with my brain. At least right now in this season, okay, because it's a tough season that we're in, and I'm, it's like I don't like I don't look at Instagram and Facebook religiously like a tick or anything, but I'll look at it, and I'm just like I can't even look at what these people are doing huh. right now because it looks right. very very nice. I, I think um, with Facebook, it's a double edged sword because. You are curating your own opinions. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It versus versus uh, where we would wake up in the morning and see the news uh, via newspaper, mm-hmm. and you would have legitimate journalists posting both sides of the argument. Mm. Yeah. Whereas now I can go into my Facebook and say, you know what? I don't want to listen to this person anymore. Sure. I'm just going to unfollow him. Or I don't like what this guy is saying, so I'm just gonna go ahead and delete that guy. And I'm fi- and and I'm finding that that is not a good thing. That you need to see the uncomfortable, right. the uncomfortable truth of the other side of the other yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the, the worst is political seasons are the worst yeah. time to be on social right. media. And it's so easy to get swayed. I mean, it, it's so easy to get to get. To have your opinion move a certain direction based on someone that that took a post, created it with with exciting music and and flashy cuts and and text and and just jazzed it up that that post to sway your opinion. Mm-hmm. in a direction you have basically described what we do for a living yes that's, right. that's, <laughs> you, guys. that's you guys that's you guys so yeah. when i say that we really we really do have to think about what we do and mm-hmm. do it sin- with sincerity and and always go back to why we started this we think we i can't live with myself if i 
do things that I don't believe in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are good. You what guys did are you ask so us? Good. We got on this t- tangent. You were you were asking us, are we going to be here indefinitely? Oh, right. we talked yeah. about yeah. millennials. Uh, I mean, we bought a house um, last year, um, last April, and you know, I think we're just kind of right now focusing on our children and our business, which our business is like a third child, and it's um, like two children, and trying to focus on ourselves. And that's all we can think of. Like right now, we can't think like where else would we go and what else would we do? Right? We're the kind of people when we first got married, we um, we like quit our job, sold all of our stuff to move to Costa Rica to nice. do mission work. And we're like, yeah, let's go do that. And then we, you know, moved back to Jupiter, Florida, you know. We were there for three years. We were there for three years. And we just we're kind of like, whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, after this April, this will be the longest we've ever lived anywhere. And I think when I we moved to Lakeland, I really didn't see it because of our history. I didn't see it as a place that we were going to be there forever. And Lakeland's the Lakeland's the new hotness. It is a apparently. surprisingly hidden gem. Um, obviously, it has some of its negatives, but the thing I like, my number one is really uh, traffic congestion. You're, we're, you know, we're in a small town and we're not dealing with the level that we did in, you know, I-95 in South Florida, like, right. or Orlando and Tampa, just this like rage of drivers. Insane. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we do have that, but, um, these other cities that we were living in just felt so we're on top of people. That's right. All the time. That's so right. mm-hmm. here I feel like the fact that I know, uh, business owners personally, um, these are, these can be positives or negatives, sure. you know? So you, you we're are in a small community that everybody yeah. knows each other. Yes. Right. We can, we're you ha- can have coffee with the mayor, you know, right. like yeah. you can just be like, Hey, Mayor Mutz, let's get some <laughs> coffee. I mean, it might take a little while, but you can yeah, do it. Well, I didn't <laughs> well, this is more, this is more uh, apropos to, to South Lakeland, right? Yeah. Cause North Lakeland is, is like a different, it's like a different city, right? I mean, I, I don't know I've many people. I've never been North there. <laughs> It's too scary. No, too I'm just scared kidding. to go to North I'm Lakeland. totally kidding. Well, no, I, 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 yeah. So, living here in Lakeland, I, I, for for me, and my wife, I don't think we can picture ourselves living anywhere else mm-hmm. un, until the kids graduate high mm-hmm. school. Then we have a, a thought that hey, maybe we can live in Europe. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe we we'll live in like Austria or something. Maybe or take Scandinav- a vacation. <laughs> Scandinavian this has been country. a conversation we've actually taught uh, our your sister in law. My sister-in-law, not your sister-in-law. My sister. She's your actual sister. She's talked about Scandinavia as a place that, um, for you know, even for raising children, for educational purposes, for having a government that isn't so uh, like re- ours, religiously, you know, driven, motivated. Driven. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Being in a place like that, what's that like? Yeah. You know. So we've we've talked about. We've talked about a lot of places, but it seems so exhausting to move our children and start this whole life all over again. I mean, would you do videography in Europe? If somebody wanted to hire us? (laughs) Yeah, we wouldn't. I don't think I don't think we could ever. We could never start over again in a different city. We could. We just don't want to. Yeah. Well, and we we wouldn't have the the financial backing to do it like we did it here. Um, we, we sold our house and moved here and that was what our safety net was because we had a four month old business. And so you can't, 
make a living off a four month old business unless sure. you have some backers and we were our own backers. Right. Um, so yeah, if we moved anywhere else, it would be because one of us had a killer job mm-hmm. or both of us had killer jobs. And then I mean, great. Our goal is also, I think when we thought of Lakeland, we always thought of it as a home base as videographers. We thought that we could get contracts internationally and in different States and be in a place that we could, um, move around with our children, mm-hmm. go for shoots, stay in locations, and then come back. Right. That has kind of always been our dream. I mean, obviously, production, you, you choose what you want to do. Your schedule can be as grueling as you want it to be. But I'm still, like, you know, putting it out there in the universe. If somewhere in Italy we want to, you know, somebody needs a video <laughs> and they need us there for two months in the yeah. summer. And, you know, there. if there's a, uh. a college student who wants to come with us to help us with our children, yeah. you know, that's also part of the pay is the experience. That's great, too. They can come with. And yeah. All right. Hey, so uh, tell me tell me what your what Sundays are like for you guys, Saturdays, Sundays, the weekends. If you guys are not working, what, what yeah. are you guys doing? Oh, man, this life cycle of our season <laughs> – I mean, up at 5.30, probably with Rowan. Yeah, and we are just working for the nap time. I mean, we we think about how we want to have our day. You know, we've mm-hmm. had this work week. We want to have some, like, quality time with our yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. So we have planned out maybe some activities like the library. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we're planning on baking some cookies or... Maybe born and bread in the morning. Depends. We on did the that line. like one time. Did we one did that time. one time and like to do it hey, again. It's that bread is good. <laughs> it, so it, it really is good. The, the line's not good, but the bread is certainly good. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, we we plan things out. So you know, library, maybe a hike. Oh uh, yeah, we hike like, a lot. We're big hikers because it's free entertainment. Yeah, and it's, right. this is a great place to hike. And mm. I think for us, I've realized that because we're we're around a lot of flashiness and. Mm-hmm technology a lot of the time i have found that hiking is that the the antidote gotcha to being out in nature to being quiet That's has right. been this antidote in our life that we absolutely cannot survive without you it. you get to uh, fall back to the baseline right we need it yeah 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 deep clean the house Oh, we're exciting people. Yeah, we do things like <laughs> hike, clean the hike and deep clean the house are our Gosh, weekends. We sound just so that amazing. when when they wake up from a nap, they can absolutely destroy it again. <laughs> there you go. But, you know, if you don't get in front of it. So, I mean, yeah, I I don't know if you thought we were like daredevils during the weekend and we could really hype up your podcast, but we're pretty No, no, <laughs> no, it's, uh, no. No, not at all. <laughs> what we dream about? Let's ta- mm. let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about what, we, what we dream about. I mean, we have this like uh fantasy Appalachian trail hike. Oh, really? We were really thinking it was going to happen. With the kids or no, just you? No. Just the two of okay. us. Okay. All right. Just the two. Just the two of us. We are going camping, though, next weekend with Lucas. Nice. Um, my, I think my parents or maybe her dad is going to take uh, Rowan. Um, yeah. Details. Otherwise, we'll take him, too. But we're going camping with the kids. Good. Yeah, too many details. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Appalachian Trail. Man, we'd love to do that. Uh-huh. Um, we also, we spent a lot of time with, remember I told you the entrepreneurial friends from Catapult? Sure. We spend some uh, quality time with those guys and have, um, you know, we have week weekday groups where we get the kids together mm-hmm. or we're doing hikes with them. And I usually find that they are like the most like just they give me life mm-hmm. because we're just we basically start off with. How is your business going? <laughs> yeah, right. everybody is grinding it. And uh-huh. usually they have some inspiring thing to say that just is like. We've got two more months out of this, you know. Like right. I can do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
that's got to be nice to have that group. Uh, it I is. Mean, it's life right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely life because they have. Uh, they all have young kids. A lot of them are in similar industries, whether it's photography or video. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in websites. Um, mm-hmm. But we always, and then we start dreaming, and then, but what what gets really dangerous is we start talking about other businesses that we're going to create. Ah. And then we start putting legs to it a little bit. We have like, like two other ones I'm so in the exhausted? pipeline. <laughs> oh, really? Two other businesses in the pipeline, huh? Mm-hmm. You can, can you talk about it? Yeah. Yeah? I'll talk one of each other. So the other. All right. <laughs> oh, I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, one is going to be. Oh, it's um, going to be. It's one done. would be. One is. <laughs> one has been. Uh, st- no, just stock videography, stock photography. Okay. Uh, we have uh, one. Um, she was a client, uh, but now she's turning more into a mentor and a coach and just a friend. Right. Um, but she's like, why are you not taking all of this incredible footage you're doing and making it stock and selling it? Well, it's because we don't have the rights to do that from the other people. But sure. we could move forward doing things like that. Yes. <laughs> but on a more micro level, um, there are a ton of phenomenal stock companies out there and they're making like, it more affordable film Getty images yeah well, like no but like film pack is a phenomenal um video stock image or uh, stock and um mm-hmm. story story tape uh this is a lot of them out there that like you can't compete with right but i'm like who's doing it on a micro level who's doing lakeland stock footage hmm. and videography hmm. who's doing central florida who's doing tampa like just doing those on a, is on there a, a market on for a mic i think so i mean it has to be tested i like last year i did i asked around i kind of did like a survey asking people and the majority responses was yes there is definitely a market for that mm-hmm. um but what's even cooler is the the contributing side so there's so many colleges so many kids with a camera mm-hmm. and then it's that it's that con- that contribution nature of it so so many people are out there doing things and they contribute and then you split you split the money with them isn't, and you keep isn't it there uh like an app or something or a website that that you can contribute yeah. to stock photography there's so and you can yeah there's there's a, there's there's a ton out there and they're all but they're all on on macro levels they're yeah. all on large levels right. you know if you live in lakeland and let's say you're a business and you you're in the city like you're on kentucky ave you know and, I and you want something to be Got you want to have like downtown footage you're gonna see new york you're gonna see chicago you're gonna see japan and you're gonna be like yeah that's not not like downtown lakeland you know yeah um and so i don't know and so like right now like it's uh when i say we're working toward it it's a very we're still super conceptual in it Mm -hmm. um but we're we have friends who own a website development business i'll say it spark sites uh Um, and so, you know, they love the idea. They're hot onto it. And so we're like, wow, well, we have two businesses that are just that, the video side and the, you know, the back end side. Okay. And so thinking about how we could develop something like that, start it very small, you know, sure. beta test it in a city like Lakeland and Lakeland loves Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Um, beta test it in a city like Winter Haven. Winter Haven loves Winter Haven or Tampa. Tampa loves Tampa. And like, there's just so many Got cool it. things. How could it work? And what's a successful model? Um, we want to, we just want to wake up in the morning and be like, you made $750 while you slept last night. You know, yeah. like, you know, we just want to like, get a, That's right. a notification. Um, yeah. Granted, I know it's not that easy, but I'm just saying like, after you lay the foundation for it, you have a well-oiled machine, right. something like that. And then okay. Natalia has a really way cooler idea than I have. Yeah, do tell. All right. Um, so we have always wanted to get into product-based like business. Sure. So we love the service industry, but service uh, it's just it's tiring, you That's know. Right. It's that we just want to make money in our sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Put all the legs to it, right. you know. Um so for me and our and and my family um 
on my mom's side were from uh, I'm from South America uh, and we we have just gotten involved in uh, hides cow hides and skins okay. and tanneries and things like All that right. in Brazil and so um, my uncle does a lot of the wholesale side of that. He's a pig distributor in San Antonio, Texas. And okay. so I've kind of always wanted to see if I could work on the retail side of that. Um, and so selling cow hides. Cow hides. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Um, and that's a super niche. It right? is. It yeah. is. But think of our agricultural state in the southeast and really bringing this. Yeah, these beautiful cow hides to your, you know, bohemian or rustic or contemporary feel of homes and businesses. Right. And so they can be floors or pillows or accessories in the home. But um, I just have, I, you know, I love I, I love Ecuador. I love South America. And I think it's just a, it has the potential to be such a cool product. Right. I mean, obviously it already sells in well, product-based business versus a service-based business, yeah. right? If you had the choice of the two, you would probably err toward the product because, well, I mean, it, you're, you're managing supply and fulfillment. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. The, the human equation <laughs> isn't, isn't, isn't predominant like the service side. We also right? say, yeah, having never done it before and not- This is the overconfident this part. Is, that yeah. <laughs> this is our optimism and that. coffee speaking. Well, uh, optimistic to a fault. Um right. We are. We're optimistic to a fault. When when we first started talking with our um, CPA, uh, not CPAs, book, bookkeepers, right? Um, and we were implementing some new financial strategies that we're gonna be, that we were moving forward on, and then working with some bookkeepers, blah 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 blah. She starts asking us some questions and like really asking the hard questions of like, hey, this is what you really actually need to invoice this year, mm. and we were like, beep, like. <laughs> I don't want to say that word on your podcast, Jay. Like we were just no, like, no, holy cow. Yeah. And um, and and one of uh one of the bookkeepers said, Man, I wish all businesses would go through this practice before they start so they knew what they actually needed to do. And Italia was like, No, no. Like new businesses need to just like go on optimism and then figure it out later <laughs> if because if we would have known like, nah. we had never started. Like, like right. not too hard. Because goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um so all that being said, this whole product-based business idea of like it just sounds really cool, and we think there's a lot of good legs to it. Sure. Um, so yeah, it's well, always I, fun to dream. I hope you guys, Pipelines. I hope you guys have that. Have that. I like that. The the um cowhide. Yeah. Or yeah, is that is that a cowhide or tanner? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a cowhide. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think I I hope you guys do it. How's uh how's how's your how's your dojo your gym how's that going? Our dojo is rocking Six and months, seven it's months. Fantastic. Awesome. It's fantastic. I, I mean, I have, I'm of the uh, mindset that it has to work. It's going to work. There's no choice but, but for it to work. Amen. Breach. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's the way I feel about everything, right? Uh, and especially, especially Karate Beyond is, is something that, that it has to work. Yeah. All right, this has been my brainchild for, mm -hmm. for over a decade. Yeah. And now it's time to execute, right? And uh, it's, I've been blessed. Uh, there's been so much support there's been so many students um i mean i'm, I'm thinking about uh putting a wait list together now for all the programs wow to because we have that's a great so problem to have that's it's a, a good problem, problem to have yeah right. and you have i've seen at least three other instructors yes that's right that's right staffed up and we're thinking about second location come on yes 
That's right. Location two. Man. That's right. You are like um Rumple Stillskin man. Spinning gold. Spinning gold. I wish that was the case. Uh, <laughs> I wish that was the case with Bitcoin. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but so far as, as a, a service-based business, Karate Beyond is, is certainly that. We don't have product. I mean, we have apparel. We have uh, equipment. But everything is service-based. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're there all the time mm-hmm. for everyone. And it's great. We get to we uh, because because of of Karate Beyond, I know so many people of all walks of life, right? You guys to um, I mean to everybody. Yeah, here in Lakeland, I can't go to Publix without hearing "Hey, Master J." Right, I turn around. Oh, and I'm sitting there with bedhead and yeah. you know with my <laughs> with, with slippers, um, <laughs> bathrobe. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah we love what you, we love what you built. I I was taking pictures last time we were there, and I'm just like, there are so many preschoolers <laughs> in this class right now. But I'm just like, I remember when he had two preschoolers. That's right. You guys were you and um, uh, geez, Piper. Yeah, and, Phillips. Yeah, Phillips. Phillips. You guys were the first two. And now you get you're running two different preschool classes. I don't know how the one during the day is going, but the one at night is just gangbusters. Yeah, everyone's gravitating toward the evening classes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we actually really like the day class. We just have the boys in full time now because it broke right. up the day. That's right. But yeah. um, this will be the la- this will be the last month of the morning okay pre K class because the 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 segment of population that can actually make it to that morning so class it's so small and and and. And from what I understand, they can all make it to the evening one. Cool. So just gotcha. let everyone come to the evenings. And yeah. then have your morning back. That's right. Have my morning <laughs> back to, to go and work out and kill myself. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, final thoughts. Yeah. Final thoughts on Loud Life. Final thoughts on you guys and, and what's the future looking? Well, I feel like, you know, Jamie and I are very, we're just, we're super silly. You know, we, we take everything with a sense of humor. But I do want to in some way like talk about what we do and what why we're doing it the kind of the why so that mm-hmm. people who hear this understand that it's not just oh yeah we just stumbled upon it and it's fun no but that there is a mission in this so go ahead james wow uh <laughs> <laughs> what is your mission what is your life mission sir uh, i mean i think you run a great role natalia as you blow your nose <laughs> Colin is a bitch. <laughs> um, gosh. Well, I mean, gosh. Uh, we we. I mean, we do this because we love it. There's something. There's something about the. There's something about talking to somebody who doesn't have vision for something, and when you're done with that conversation, they have incredible vision for it. Right. And I'm speaking in the context of video um we one of us will be in the shower and the other's brushing our teeth and all of a sudden it's like hey i have this idea for so and so you know like all of a sudden we just think about other people and we just think other people are so cool you know like really big cheerleaders we're really big cheerleaders we um we'll we'll see it's we see things for other people before we see them for ourselves Mm -hmm. and and i think that's typically easier for people to do a lot of times right but it's just like we love the idea of being like, hey, have you ever thought about, and then we kind of lay this thing out, I was thinking about your audience and what they must be thinking. Mm-hmm. And when they watch what you do now, they must think this. And it's just really 
satisfying and gratifying to see light bulbs go off for people. And then it's a really big deal for us that I'll call them client, even that's a sterile word, but that they really just enjoy the whole process going through. I mean, I, I get done with shoots and I'm always asking them, hey, how are you feeling? You feeling good? You feel you feel really good about this? And a lot of times, you know, people will say that they already have another project idea for us and they haven't even seen what we shot. And I've, I've always kind of laughed. I'm like, we could have not hit the record button the entire time and you'd want to, you know, use this again. But it just feels so good. And I guess that's the whole thing about the high of being in the service business is the gratification of people. I'm sure you love seeing when people post pictures of their oh, kids. Oh, it. sure. It's yeah. just a... Uh, it's that dopamine hit, but like a really good one, like not like mm -hmm. a vain one, but like one of like, man, I'm helping people and they enjoy it and they love it. You know, when we did that thing for Bump Galetta, uh, when we sent it to Bump and it was just like the draft, we're like, hey man, um, just check it out. Let us know if you're comfortable with this. Mm -hmm. He and his wife, Mary, called back and they were like crying, oh. you know, and it's just one of those things where it's like, it's just an incredible, like when you get to be a part of someone's life, when you get to be a part of someone's business. Yeah, telling their story is a very uh, intimate, intimate Bringing sensitive. clarity to their story. Bringing clarity, and, yeah. And yes. like, and respect to it. You know, I I think about a person and I, th I think about how they would, how they want to tell their story. And it's, it's very, I, I take a lot of responsibility mm. in that, telling their story well. Mm. I think our big project we're working on right now is um, Lighthouse Ministries. It's a ministry on the north side of town. And I think everybody just thinks they're a homeless ministry, a homeless shelter. I know that's what we thought they were. And they're not. Um, we we sat down with about 20 or so of the residents, and we'll just say 10 male, 10 female, and two separate interviews, group interviews. And it's like four hours long where we went around and we just listened to each person and what their life was like before, what was a catalytic moment that brought them to Lighthouse, and then they're actually in that program for like 12 to 18 months. Wow. Whether they have a family with them or back home. But they can leave whenever they want to, but that's kind of the system they have. And it's not just homeless people. It's people who had a job and a house and something brought them to the bottom. Wow. Whether it was money, drugs, or something else. Yes. And then they put themselves in light. They interview and there's an acceptance process, but then they're there. And so we're working with Kevin O'Brien, who is a writer and director. Um He's he's done over 200 short films and he has one feature film um, that's doing really really well and so he's joined our team for this project as a writer and director right. um, and we're we're doing a, a short film a cinematic short film to help people because there's so many things that this place does but how can we tell the story from a 30,000 foot view that people can really empathize and understand and want to connect with it somehow Got it. yeah but it's just and then they told us that the day after we left that we spent half a day there. Uh, they're like, we had a celebration after you guys left because we just all were so excited. We uh, all felt so close. You know, there was just kind of a new buzz. and People right. want to know that they're they're valuable, that their story yeah, matters, right. and that you heard them. I'm just totally quoting Oprah right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love Oprah. Well, that's fantastic. I, um, I appreciate you guys coming and, uh, and sharing yourselves with the first JJ podcast. Yeah, yeah. man. Thanks yeah. for having us. Excited yes. to see uh, where this thing goes. Yeah. No agendas, no agendas. Just I'm just gonna hit record and let people talk. Yeah, that's awesome. It. Yeah, all awesome, right. dude. Thank you, guys.